From best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and DD LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? Mm. They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the Junkie Apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hello, it is Friday, April 9th, 2021. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, it's someone's birthday around the world. There are 43 countries listening in and all 50 states here in America. Thank you, everybody. It's a very interesting Friday here in Kami Fornaye, San Francisco's First, here is the weather report. The temperatures are 54 degrees Fahrenheit. The wind is blustery, coming from the west at an outrageous 20 miles an hour. Things are flying around. It is a bright, light blue sky. Very interesting weather today. The tents, the junky tents, are flying around like... Uh, houses in the Wizard of Oz. Hey, first-time listeners, you're going to get it real here. Today is a topic that I honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. I was spending some time thinking about this this morning. San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. There was a video circulating on San Francisco social media. An African-American woman. I happen to be her peer. I am a biologically born genetic black woman. She looked middle class, well-groomed. She was coming out of a restaurant in San Francisco in the uh, Clement District, the inner Richmond Clement, primarily an Asian and white neighborhood, lots of restaurants. So she's coming out of a restaurant with a bag of food, probably. I mean, food is expensive here, so... Probably could have had over $100 worth of food in that bag. So she's a good customer. She's coming out of this restaurant. They, the people were eating um, at Parklets. So Parklets is what this totally corrupt San Francisco City government made restaurants do because of the overhanded draconian COVID response. Restaurants here have been closed mainly for a year for indoor dining. They just started releasing uh, these uh, restrictions. So I think like restaurants are open for 25 to 50% capacity, but economy here is going to take years to recover. Tourism won't be making a comeback big until 2024 anyway. So the black lady is coming out of an Asian restaurant. There are people at the parklets, uh, white people, Asian people eating with their family. Nearby is a black male vagrant in a wheelchair, a uh, can of beer. He's obviously drunk. And he is cursing her out like a dog, completely dehumanizing her, cursing her out. The person who videotaped is just videotaping. They didn't say, hey, dude, stop it. Okay, so that's a punk move right there. And she gets in her car. Nobody intervened. Nobody said to the black dude, hey, dude, knock it off. Cut it out. 
quit nobody. They're sitting there like scared, cowardly sheep, and the dude is in a wheelchair. And that's, that's San Francisco in a nutshell. A bunch of cowards, fake liberals. I've made many shows talking about how the liberals infantilize the black street vagrants and the junkies. They treat them like incompetent idiot pets. They allow them to terrorize people. And I'm specifically talking about the black gender experience. And I was having a conversation with some people. I called people out about it. I'm like, if this was an Asian woman, y'all would be screaming hate crimes, okay? If that was a black guy cussing an Asian woman out like that, that would have been called a hate crime. People would have stood up to defend this woman, and nobody defended that black woman. And they wonder why free-thinking black women like me I have used every platform that I've had from my public cable access shows to other platforms I don't even speak about. I have spent years on stage. I tell black women, stay home. Stay out of it. They don't have your back. Take people on a person-to-person basis. Don't get out there mammying. Don't get out there being the protest mule. Don't get out there being the social justice mammy because the favor ain't returned. Now, when topics like this come up, some people, I know, I know people are thinking in their minds, smug, yeah, well, she probably deserved it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get involved. Neither am I. Neither am I. I don't march for feminist causes. I don't march for any hate crime causes. I don't march for any immigrant causes. I don't march for anything. I don't protest for anything. And if I would be doing that, it would be for my pet advocacies, which are elder abuse and child abuse. I would possibly get out there and rally and march for those topics. Everybody else, you're on your own because the favor is not returned. Now, in the comment threads about this video, when I was commenting, everybody pretended like it's normal. And one guy, he he owned up and he said, people didn't want to get involved because this is like black on black thing. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Most people already know that black women are getting the short end of the stick. And you are not going to man or woman enough. You don't have to uh, put your body between them. You just have to stand up and say, knock it off. Cut it out. That's the humane thing to do. And a woman had a comment thread. She says, well, I don't da-da-da-da-da. I thought she could handle it. This is all part of the dehumanization of black women. But people, it's coming back to you. Because black women are raising the kids. Seven out of ten homes in America are ran by black women. What do you think they're teaching their children and grandchildren when they are being dehumanized? What do you think they talk about when they get home? This is real. You guys don't see how serious it is. Serious it is, And you wonder why some of these um, teenage black boys raised by grandmother are going buck wild. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Jam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. Don't play dumb about it. I've got to keep it real. I know what the deal is. Grandmothers go back. Black women go back to the home. They're raising the kids. Yeah, I was at a restaurant and so and this guy was... Uh, really cussing me out. Yeah, what happened, big mama? What happened, mama? Nothing. Nobody said anything. And then they, they're, that's like a seed. And it grows, okay? They're not protecting her, so they 
little mad about it, disgruntled. And if possible, when it's time to dehumanize somebody, somebody else is going to get dehumanized. That is a, a broad statement I am making, and it's real. Don't bring me the colorblind stuff. Yeah, people, when people say they're colorblind, it's such a lie. What you want to say is, I judge people on the content of their character. I, that is my manifesto. I don't do anybody favors based on their skin tone. Some people don't like it. That's tough. I don't do black people favors because we're the same skin tone. I don't bow down and kiss white butt. I don't do anything. And I do want to say, here in San Francisco, California, guess who has protected me if stuff has gone down? Not putting their body between me and somebody, sometimes doing that, but standing up like men and saying, knock it off, cut it off, cut it out. Guess who had my back? Guess who came up and advocated for me? White men and Middle Eastern men. That's right. White men and Middle Eastern men. Everybody else, if some stuff happened, somebody tries to verbally abuse me, and I'm not saying something that, that happens often. I've lived here since the 1980s, okay? So this is a broad statement. Middle Eastern men and white men. One particular time, I was at a corner store in San Francisco. wasn't in the ghetto. And there was this uh, black youth. He was having a bad day. I, when I see, listen, I read body language. I'm a champ at that. He was having a bad day. I moved the heck out of his way. And he brushed me deliberately and cursed at me for no reason. He was maybe about 19, 20. I, I could tell, like, fatherless, mad at his mother or grandmother, sees me as a mother or grandmother figure and wants to uh, let me have it. The Middle Eastern man behind the counter picked up a baseball bat and said, leave her alone. That's right. Now, if that would have been anybody else, they wouldn't have said anything. I know that for a fact. Middle Eastern men have come to my rescue in San Francisco. I was in a laundromat once. I talked about this story. And the Asian laundromat owners were giving me pure hell. They went out of business, by the way. They were pure racist. I came in on time, put my laundry in on time, minding my own business. They surrounded me like chewing, chewing me out, not cursing. But you came in late, you better hurry up when you get your clothes out of the dryer. Who came to my defense? Middle Eastern men. Yeah, that's right. And if not, the Middle Eastern men have my back. It's white men so many times. Oh my gosh. In restaurants, the white women are being racist. They will call them out or in a grocery store, somebody is acting wacky. They will come and say, hey, I was watching everything. She didn't do anything. They come to my defense. They say something because they saw something. When you see something, say something. We're allergic to free-range, hyper-allergic control freaks. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Didi LaFrac. Say something. You don't have to place your body on the line. You could yell from across the street. My late husband, Richard LaFrac, he used to tell people to knock it off. Knock it off. Cut it out. Something as simple as that can diffuse a situation. You guys hear the passion in my voice? Because when I saw the video, I'm like, that's San Francisco. And they have the nerve to expect black women to be loyal to people who don't care about us. Now I have some chuckles. 
Stuff has been going down. I don't chuckle about crime and murder, but I had some chuckles. People give, sending me emails, direct messages. Are we going to see you here? Are you going to come out with us? Nine, 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 Fraulein. No way. No way. Because the favor wouldn't be returned. Where does this leave us? We got some serious problems, America. We can't pretend that racism isn't a thing. We cannot lie and say, I don't see color. Don't lie and say you don't see color. That's the biggest lie. How about just saying, I judge people on the content of their character. I wanted to get this out and keep it as real as I can. And I do want to say I am rescheduling the clubhouse, which is why I didn't put the announcement on my social medias. If I did, I'm going to switch that. It'll be later in the month of um, this month, April, clubhouse. I'm thinking about doing two days. I have something coming up on the 14th that I have to attend to. And I really appreciate you listening to this show and all shows. You can go to San Francisco Dam if you'd like to send a message. And you could send a voice message too. I appreciate you listening. I love you. Guess what? I'm Dee Dee Lefrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Damn Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Dee Dee Lefrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.